on this episode of Real Life Real Equity. If you that you don't see normally, go to their page and engage with their content. People that you know you want to build a stronger, deeper relationship with, mm-hmm. send a private message to you. Welcome to Real Life Real Equity Podcast with your host, Justin and Keisha Brooks. Hey, welcome to the show. Our goal is to share with you real-life examples of entrepreneurs who are winning in both life and business. As real estate investors, our mission is to model, educate, and inspire you to act by sharing ease to implement tools, ideas, and information to add more worth to your net worth, more cash to your cash flow, helping you achieve your goals in less time. Welcome to the show. All right, all right. Welcome back to another episode of Real Life Real Equity with your host, Justin and Keisha. Today, we have a very special guest on the show, Miss Tammy Thrasher. Uh, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. It's so great to see you and connect and have yes. a conversation. It yes. is exciting. It is very exciting. So we are in the midst of social distancing, and Tammy is like the relationship capital Queen, like if you want to learn about relational capital, she's the one to go to. Everybody, absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. And um, we just were like, you know, who better than to talk about how to build strong relationships in what seems to be the most uncertain of times than you? So we definitely want to talk about that today. Give them a little history about yourself, and then we can get into like some straight up takeaways on how we can build stronger relationships in in these times. Absolutely. Uh, thank you so much for a kind welcome. And again, I'm excited to be here with you guys. You you do a great job of bringing so much information to so many people and have great guests always. So I'm thank you. Thank here. you. <laughs> um, yeah. So I have been in the real estate business, both brokering and investing for close to 25 years now, actually. I started in the Bay Area and sort of was the accidental investor, flipping some houses And I got into brokering real estate, managing real estate offices. Leadership and communication has just always been something. Uh, I'm the oldest of six kids. I I think you start, you know, I come from a a military brat family. So I I think there's just a lot of places where communication just really resonated with me, the importance Mm. of it. And building relationships is is a lifelong team sport, Mm -hmm. an interactive thing. And even though I'm an introvert, which many people are surprised to hear, um, (laughs) I I am. I didn't think that. Uh, well, I, I think, uh, you know, there's, and there's, there's so many areas of like introvert, extrovert, ambivert, shy, outgoing, you know, and I'm an outgoing introvert. Okay? Yeah. That sounds, yeah. That's about right with me too. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm very introverted too, but I was super like, oh, you're introverted. And like, yeah, you would have no idea. I would love to just sit home and read do a book. nothing. And just like, yeah, just, yeah. So, so the so the self isolating and quarantining—that's not such a bad idea for no, some of us. No, it's not. I just you know, like we were talking about before we got on. I just I'm gonna go so, so support my local ice creamery, and then come home and read a book and be happy in his corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, what one of the things I found. Uh, in expanding my business through the years was the significance of quality, authentic relationships, mm. right? Yeah. And we we engage with so many people. And I even saw somebody commenting today about how LinkedIn is just saturated with people who connect with you and then bombard you with asks. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we as investors 
we it's significant that we be relationship oriented yeah. and value the longevity. We are not a one and done player, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. I agree. Yeah. So so it's very important that we take opportunities to really connect with people on an authentic level, bringing value, bringing excellence, and and connecting with other people that that we we really keep building upon each other. You yeah. Know? It's, it's, it's a growth oriented model. And so whether it's an investor, a business partner, property manager, even tenants, they all have a role in balancing our wheel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that's actually really good because you mentioned something that like the relationship with uh, like tenants and and other vendors. And I keep seeing a lot of Facebook because obviously I'm a real estate investor. So I see a lot of real estate investors who are also on Facebook and there's a big thing where there's deferment of uh, rents, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. rental income and yeah. deferment of mortgage payments. And <clears throat> I see the dynamics of one, you better pay me on the first, no matter what yeah. or rent still do. And then you have the other side where it's compassion and empathy mm-hmm. and like having that relationship based. It's so, so vital. And being investors and one and done. I never thought about vocalizing like that. Yeah. We're not one and done people. We're not. No. We're not. We shouldn't be. If you are yeah. in this business for a short period of time, you'll burn too many bridges and lose too many relationships. And you'll get a reputation that people don't want to do business with you. And whether that's your tenant base, we've watched property managers lose their tenant base because of a bad relationship, right? Yeah. But that's where it's great opportunities for us as investors to go in and buy underperforming properties because leadership wasn't functioning from a relationship-oriented perspective. Yeah. You're right. chasing dollar signs instead of the big picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you know, just providing housing. Like that simple thing. I think sometimes we get caught up into you know, how a place is, how it looks, where it's at. And sometimes it's like some people just, (laughs) you know, they just need a place to stay. They just need a roof over their head. It's not always the glamour side of it. So talk to us a little bit, because again, you're, you're big on how to build relational capital. What Mm -hmm. are some of your top things for building relational capital? And then we'll get into some creative ways that being a lot of people are in isolation. They're self-isolating one, or they're being mandatorily isolated, Mm -hmm. uh, through, uh, what are they? They're calling it shelter in. Shelter in place. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So how can people actually build relations? And and I'm interested, I'm going to be taking notes because this is like an opportunity time for me to build stronger relationships because I don't actually have to go and meet anybody in place. And, you know, everybody's (laughs) going to be at home. So we can have something to talk about. Yeah. So I'll start with just some uh, traditional uh, information that I share with people to help them be better connectors. I'm kind of known as the not networker. I don't believe that people should just show up at events or go places and just network by handing out cards, spray and I call it the spray and pray approach. Oh, wow. they, they aren't um, having a what I call a curious conversation. Mm. So I like to connect through curious conversations and by being curious and authentic, you're going to, my my probably most quotable quote is your most authentic vibe attracts your truest tribe. And so it, the, the odds of doing more business faster, longer together is by being authentic because you're going to attract the people who get you, who connect with you, who they resonate with what you speak and live. Right, right. right. But if you don't show up with that on authenticity, you can't sustain a false front. Yeah, mm. that's true. That's true. It's very wow. true. Uh, what is it? Uh, Russ Gray says uh, time reveals all. 
Yeah, that's so, right. yeah, time This is going to be deep. I can tell already. Serious <laughs> conversation. So what are some things, because I'm, I'm an introvert, that's one of the things that I struggle with is going up and having that uh, initial break the ice kind of conversation. So what are some things that I can do that, yeah. I'm smiling because that's something that... <laughs> I just well, do. And you know what? So, so there's, there's lots of different theories and ideas. I give people what I call a really easy cheat sheet for having conversations, curious conversations when you don't know what to say. And whether it's you're an introvert, you're shy, you're in a new environment, don't know people, because that's how we expand. We have mm-hmm. to show up yeah. in new places, right? right. Yep. And we have to get comfortable with uncomfortable. Yep. So yep. I give people a cheat sheet to be able to go up and have conversations, because even if you're underqualified, um, new to the group, um, and maybe you're not underqualified. You just feel like you are. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's all relative. Everybody starts somewhere. So I don't care if you're a real estate investor or you're going to a conference in a new career and you're a new dentist. It doesn't matter what your business is. You're going to start somewhere as the green, the you know, just green in what your space is. You're not right. you're not established yet. So I use an acronym. I use Forge, and so I'll go through that. I like to say, and I tell people, okay, first of all, don't feel like you have to run through this in order and don't like just <laughs> like boom, 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 boom. Right. <laughs> okay, it's, we did that. Now we need to get the O. Okay, we got the R. <laughs> yes, yes, the analytical people. Pretend <laughs> you're drinking a Mai Tai on the beach in between these questions and you're laughing. You're flowing. Just, just be casual, okay? <laughs> the truth is... Uh, people actually enjoy talking about themselves. So if you don't know what to talk about, let them do the talking. Mm, yeah. yeah. You yeah, show up true. with the questions, okay? And you don't have to go show your cards and say, it's my first time here, or I've never done this before, mm. or I've only done this three times. Your three times might be three awesome experiences, even if you failed forward, that yeah. puts you in a whole other league than somebody who's done it 20 times and it's been easy peasy every time and learned nothing. I love that. Fail forward. I was taking that. (laughs) I took it from somewhere along the way, Keisha. It is yours. I gift it to everybody. Okay, I'm going to pass that one on. Fail forward. So you keep working at it, and even though you're failing, you're still moving forward. That's right. Yes, you you know, know, instead of that try, fail, try, fail, I say try, fail, understand, you know, analyze and understand, adjust, and try again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, so we're gonna back up to forge so that people get forged. So, for the F is for family. Mm. You know. So, tell me about your family. Are you here with anybody? Is your spouse here with you? Right. You know, if they have a wedding ring on, be observant. Pay attention. Right. Be. It's casual. It's an easy thing to say. You know. Yeah. Okay. So, if family doesn't seem like the obvious place to start, you can start anywhere in the line. Just keep forging your head. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we're forging forward. Also, by the way, mm. the reason I use forge. Occupation. Is there something you do besides investing or besides what we're here for? You know, do you have a day job, right? How many right. investors do we know that investing is their second income source and they're right. really trying to become full-time? Yeah. So, so whether they are full-time, I mean, I've been in real estate full-time for, like I said, almost 25 years in multiple capacities, but I'm sort of the exception. I'm not the rule. Yeah. So there are a lot of people I talk to at events that they're doctors or um, attorneys or financial planners, or right? So right. Mm-hmm. Right, tell me a little bit about your day job, you know, or your previous career. 
Because the and just one of the things I want you to understand when you're asking these questions, you're looking for common denominators, right? Mm -hmm. Where do you authentically connect with this person? Mm -hmm. Where do they resonate with you? And you resonate like they'll say something. You go, oh, I went to that school. Oh, my sister went to that school. Oh, you know, my kids play that sport, right? So, so because the more common denominators you have, the easier it is to build upon, right? Mm -hmm. Find find more common conversations. So, um, our what do you do for recreation? You know, what, what are your, you know, do you travel? Do you go fishing? Do your kids play soccer? What, what are your recreational activities? Right. Okay. Okay. Um, G, I love to ask people about their goals. Tell me mm, about oh, yeah. That's good. Tell That's me about good. some long-term goals. You know, to, yeah. How can I support that goal? Is there somebody I could introduce you to? Mm-hmm. Right. Just because you're not the expert doesn't mean you're not one or two degrees away from an expert that can make all the difference in the world for that person's career. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I don't know if you guys know this. And um, I, I um, we talked about Russell. So so obviously a lot of us are familiar with the real estate guys. It's how yes. a lot of us have connected with each other. So the real estate guys, um, I was friends with with Robert through a mastermind group. And I was friends with some other people through other opportunities and, and events and masterminds. And um, I introduced Victor Menashe and George Ross oh, to wow. the real estate guys. Wow. So th- those are just examples of how I couldn't come in and teach and bring that value and that presence that yeah. Victor and George can bring. Yeah. Well, I mm-hmm. can, but... Don't short yourself. But I don't have that same history George Ross has. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's okay. an excellent way to put it. Yeah. Wow. And, and so, so I made that connection and introduction. And do you think that the real estate guys aren't always super grateful and appreciative? Yeah. And they answer my phone calls, my texts. If I have a need or a request, I mean, when I see them, like our relationship elevated through me making that introduction. Mm-hmm. Adding value. Bringing yeah. value. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a phenomenal. So we we covered for without the E. So it was, we, got, we got family, occupation, recreation, and goals. I like goals. So I we too. I know I've heard form before F O R M, which is family, occupation, recreation, and I forgot the M. Money, uh, I guess it's money or something like that. But forge, I, I, I'm, I'm interested in the E, or maybe it was mission. E? I don't know. E is kind of a fun question. I love to people. I love to ask people what they're excellent at. Oh, and one of the reasons I like to ask that is it kind of catches people off guard because they're so used to the other standard conversations. Yeah, but I think E gives people a chance. Like I'm an excellent mom. Okay, yeah. like that is thing I no doubt in my mind I am excellent at that. Yep. Yeah, right? making homemade sauce. I seen you the other day on Facebook. I, seen <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. ah. <laughs> this and so, I'm in for my salsa, my cinnamon rolls, and my chicken fried steak. <laughs> wow. wow. Mm. So, so yeah, so cooking is a hobby of mine, you know. And I'm not, and I'm no professional chef, but I'm an excellent amateur chef. Yeah. And, My family and, surviving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're thriving in this isolation. Right. Um, so, so be, be, but being it—it's it, kind of a fun conversation where people, oh, you know, and it gives people a chance to talk about anything they want to talk about, yeah. and it also gives me insight what people are excellent at. They tend to care very much about, and that tells me a lot about who they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that a lot. I like the process behind 
the, I mean, like your thought process behind all of this, because it's not just a, okay, boom, 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 go through the, the acronym, but it's like, okay, this is how I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, when building relationships, even solidifying and going deeper, what are some of the things that I should be thinking about to try to go deeper in existing relationships? That's a good question. Yeah. I like that. There, there's just so many ways to show up um, today, especially with the um, the self-isolation and social distancing. Social media is the easiest place to take advantage of going deeper. Mm-hmm. So um, I tell people one of the, the be, be uh, Mark Kinney likes to say I'm a stalker online. You know, I call it, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a military brat. I call it recon. Uh, <laughs> it must be army, army, right? Is that army? There you go. Army. <laughs> Uh, yeah, my, my dad was actually Army Intelligence, so maybe oh, he taught sorry. me some of these um, tricks of the trade. But I think that we go on social media. I, I, I've done this myself. Like, I'm a post and go kind of girl. I like to post and go. But when people engage with you and they, they comment, engage back. Yeah. If somebody engages with you that you don't see normally, go to their page and engage with their content. Yeah. You know? Especially people that you know you want to build a stronger, deeper relationship with, mm-hmm. send a private message to you. I have, I have, you know what I love most about this isolation is I have had people reach out to me with just little notes or messages or texts or showing up on my door with a package of cookies. They're called quarantine cookies. Try to get my little speeder. Um, and, and so like just doing something to care yeah. and to be aware and to, to show that you get who they are. Mm-hmm. If you are, and hopefully you are, if, you're, if you have a database and you're tracking people that you're staying in com- communication with and you are connected to them online as well through social media platforms, whatever it is, whether it is LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, whatever people are using, it, when you learn notes about them that are interesting and informative, um, put them in your database. Yeah, that note here, okay, like, oh, their dog's name is is Ruby. Okay, mm-hmm. I have a dog named Ruby. When people talk to me about my dog, they use her name, right? Mm, yeah. Does that matter to me? Absolutely, you know? yeah. Yeah, so, so it's like, oh, they know my dog's name. You know, I have, a, I, have I, call, I call her one-eyed Ruby because she lost an eye in, a, in an attack a couple of years ago. But But when people know more about me, so the truth is, I mean, how many people come up to you and say something when they see you in person or on the phone with you that represents something you posted online, I don't know, two weeks ago, three months ago, a year ago, and you've never heard from them on social media? Yeah. yeah. How often does that happen to you? Why not? Him more. Like, he yeah. recently has gone places, and he'll be like, you'll never know what just happened to me. I'm like, well, hey, I know like, you. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh. Who are you? <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you, especially if you use business pages, you can see this, you can tell this. I always tell people that there is a minimum of 10x watching you than what engages with you. Minimum. Mm, wow. Okay. And so just because um, people aren't liking or commenting doesn't mean they're you're not being seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's really good. I uh I I just I have to bring this up. It makes me feel so much better knowing that I can, as an introvert, I can just reach out to people randomly and have no agenda. Like, 
I'm big on like not having an agenda when I talk to people. Like I don't want to feel like I'm I'm just reaching out to get something. I always want to have a genuine conversation. So I really appreciate when you say an authentic connector. I'm not a person that likes to go in a room. As a matter of fact, I don't actually carry business cards anymore because I, I know either. what yeah, I yeah. just I know what happens. If I really want to talk with you, take my number. I'll take your number. We'll send a text. And yeah. if we connect that way, great. If not, my business card is gonna go on the desk with the rest of the business cards anyway. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, and you don't have to um, even like I go. I, I live in a small town in East Texas. I travel for ninety eight percent of the events I attend. Yeah, and people will connect, and we have this great vibe. And they're you know, or they're people I've known through social media, and we finally meet in person at something. And it's like, oh, let's go to dinner, or let's go for coffee. Okay, well, especially right now, we're gonna all get to practice what I've practiced for years. I yep. do what I call. Um, conversational coffee on Zoom, or I do mm. wine and dine online. And so wow, I, I love that dinner and wine and talk to somebody. And so I had one of my friends, it was a 16 hour time difference. She was in, she is, she's in um, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And so nice. she had mimosas while I had wine. And, she <laughs> and we just sat and ate and talked and drank and had the best conversation for like an hour or so. Wow. And, just nice. and we were giving each other brainstorming ideas and supporting each other's businesses. So, and I think that um, just because people are isolated today, doesn't mean you can't use these technology tools going forward because actually they make your life easier. If you can line up several Zoom calls, it's way easier than driving all over town. Yes, right. yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I also think that you can um, create group, like you want to create a group, a community, like you know, five or six people that would be great to know each other. Have mm-hmm. your own mastermind online. I was, create- yeah, I was just thinking that. I'm like, that's why not really mastermind? Idea. Yeah, that's a really good. <laughs> I mean, like, so, so I'm good. I'm creative about a lot of things. This is not one of them. So I'm <laughs> taking in about as much as I can. You mentioned something earlier before we got on about how you're going to use Zoom to do uh, to build a relationship with your daughter. Yes. Um, <laughs> my daughter lives in France. She's 25, married. Um, she's been away for years. So we've spent years doing FaceTime conversations, Zoom conversations. But, um, you know, the reality of the day, last Friday, they announced that um, international travel travel is suspended indefinitely. That was mm. a hard day for us. Yeah. That yeah. was like, and even though psychologically, mentally, we were prepared for that, it made sense. Emotionally, it was hard. Yeah. It was a very, it was a very, it was like, wow, like, even though we've been physically apart, the better part of several years now, I mean, ever, really, since she went to college, it just tore at my heart more. And she said, hey, you know what I would love to do is I would love to play Yahtzee with you and Dre, my son, who's 13. Aww. And so we decided that we would schedule some game nights. And so, and she also, today she messaged me, she said, I really want to watch a movie together. Um, and so we're going to be leveraging technology to do like Netflix and Zoom, watch a movie together or FaceTime. And we're going to, we're going to play Yahtzee together and who knows what else we'll come up with. But for those extroverts out there who are struggling and suffering and feeling isolated, don't let, don't let your mind take over here. <laughs> don't take away any boxes that exist and go, what opportunities do I have to create some awesome, memorable social space 
in a safe way with people that I click with and I care about, or I want to click with more. And I mean, I think it's a great excuse to track down that person that never has time for you because where do they have to go right now? Right. Yes. Yes. I've seen several comments on that today. Like, I'm tracking people down because I'm like, hey, you know, you're at home (laughs) Mm -hmm. or you're not doing as much as you were before. So at least I can have a conversation with Mm -hmm. you that is just about life. So there's just several things that I'm, I'm even learning. I mean, being the extrovert, you know, having coffee, like I had one person actually say, Hey, do you want to do coffee on zoom? And I was like, like, you just have a cup and I have a cup and we just drink coffee. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and this was before that we all got isolated in and everything, but I'm really just learning a whole lot is as far as just reconnecting. One thing that we like to do that I always tell Justin, because relationships is important. If we're going to be serious with someone, if we're going to move forward, we always want to break bread with them. So we always have dinner with them because to me, you get them out of that traditional environment of, you know, a, 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 a tie or whatever. And they're, uncomfortable they're not uncomfortable but they're just out of their normal environment mm-hmm. and you can kind of just get them just yeah, you see, you the looser part of them that. you know have that wine with them or whatever it is yes i i'm a huge mm-hmm. believer in breaking bread with people mm-hmm. and as we're discussing it could be i mean to me it's a combination of breaking bread but it's also eyeball to eyeball mm-hmm. and if it has to be via zoom I mean, my, I lived in Denmark. I was born in Germany. I have friends and family all over the world. Mm-hmm. I don't get to just, hey, let's go hang out with people yeah. I dearly love between WhatsApp and Signal and Telegram. I mean, there's so many apps for staying connected and some people have different um, you know, preferences. And I try to accommodate their preference mm-hmm. of communication yeah. channel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm not saying do that to where you just are doormat people, but they're people I really care about that their primary communication channel is X. And so, mm-hmm. okay, we'll use that, you know, mm-hmm. and I, and it also enlightens me. I become more familiar, which gives me more opportunities to talk to people about things when they mention something that I'm, oh, okay, I'm familiar with that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and so it's, it's okay. But I, I think that breaking bread is one amazing Two, you'd be amazed how fun it is to do it even over zoom. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I encourage people fine. We're, we're actually, um, I was talking to one of my sisters in law and we're talking about having a family dinner, um, <laughs> with Simon. and I have a brother-in-law who has a birthday coming up. We were going to have this huge 50th birthday party and this better, this better not get out to him before his birthday. <laughs> but, but, uh, we're going to do a surprise virtual zoom birthday party for him. Oh, wow. You know, Happy so birthday. I think that there are so many ways when I was an exchange student and lived in Denmark, yeah, like 28 to almost 30 years ago, this was not an option. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even get to call home for more than 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Compared yeah. to then, yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we are so blessed. If we're going to be in lockdown mode, we have, we still have comfortable surroundings and yes. technology mm-hmm. yes. yeah oh yeah I, I i definitely can relate with you on that one because uh, we used to talk i was in japan and we had the 20 dollar for 60 minute phone card and mm-hmm. that was it and there was no zoom this nope. was back before zoom this was back before a lot of our video conferencing yeah so i'm right there with you um so let's let's as we transition to close let's talk about you lit i mean you laid it out for us do you have anything that you would like to leave with the audience 
specifically about relational capital, um, anything as far as mindset is concerned as we finish up with um, our thought process during the coronavirus and just anything in general? I, I think having a calm and confident mindset is really critical right yeah. now. Yeah. I, I think that um, I may have already touched on this. I know you and I did earlier um, that uncertain times require certain leaders. Yes. Yeah. And we may not have certain answers about what's going to happen long term, but we can still show up with confidence and clarity in what we know today. We, we do the best we can with what we have, where we are. Right. That's right. That's right. And, and so I think having a very confident mindset, no matter what happens, we're all in this together. Um, our tenants, they're scared and they're struggling. I think having proactive communications with our investors, with our property managers, with our team, with our tenants, you know, create the relationship that we ride out the storm together. Because if you, if you start losing tenants um, out of the fear factor, there's not going to be confidence in you as a landlord mm. long term. Right. Proactivity. And, That's amazing. Well, uh, and you want you have one more? Well, I just really want to say um, there's, there's just really, no matter what you're doing, show, show up with, I, I, what I was thinking earlier today, I was like, you know, one of the most important things we can do is, is connect, be compassionate, be curious and be kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Connect, be curious, be passionate and be kind. Compassionate. 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 Mm-hmm. I yeah. love it. That's, I mean, there, I don't think there's any better way to close out a show, uh, being proactive, being compassionate. I mean, like all of these things are exactly what the world needs. And, um, you know, Keish and I have been talking about, this is the one of, this is, I am more optimistic now than even before the coronavirus, because Mm -hmm. this is going to allow us to connect in such a deep way. It's bringing us together. Tragedy always brings people together. The the military formed that in me. We're always under what is, and like I was in during wartime. So it was always under what could happen if we went. So we were always so close. So this tragedy only brings us together, even in our differences. And so and that's really what I, I wanted to get from you. And I appreciate you expressing that. Something that's really been sticking with me, the fact that he brings up the military. I actually reached out to some people myself and I just oh, was thinking about, um, you know, I was a military wife and this isolation it wasn't this extreme, but when he was away, I was just in the house with our one kid at the time, you know? So the social distancing is something that it's kind of familiar. And one thing that has been helping us is just to stay in a routine, you know, just make sure that you're continuing to do those day-to-day activities. I mean, we're kind of being, I won't say forced, but I'm a teacher now. And so, (laughs) (laughs) and so, you know, thank you. (laughs) Um, And I'm teaching several different grade levels all of a sudden. They just advanced me, you know, from preschool to it. almost middle school. <laughs> so, but just stay in a routine. And the compassionate thing is very, very big. And my business is a short-term rental operator. I'm dealing with, I have several nurses who need a place to stay. Supposedly there's like a shortage with where they can stay or certain people don't want to accept them, you know, to lease to them because they're in fear that they could bring the coronavirus back home with them and cause whatever. And I'm just like, if anything, I would, the nursing staff, the health professionals mm-hmm. are probably more aware of how to handle it than we are. So, you know, yeah. just be compassionate with, um, with them, figure out who needs help. 
you know, figure out what other people's needs are. You know, that's something that's really big too. I agree. I agree. Well, you you guys are are excellent relational capital people. (laughs) You would have me here to share some of my insights with you and your audience. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate your time and uh, until next time. Oh, how can they reach out to you? This is like the second time I've forgotten this. Keisha just said, Justin, uh, don't forget out. Yeah. I took my my vitamins, but. Yes. Yes, the best way people can connect with me, follow me on LinkedIn and on Facebook. You can find me, Tammy Thrasher. I'm sure if you search relational capital that you would find me or curious conversations. And yeah. um, and then they, they absolutely, I'm connected both of you guys on social yes. media. They can track me down through you as well. Yep. Right. I yeah. appreciate it. And as yes. always, they'll be on the newsletter. So uh, realliferequity.com forward slash newsletter. And we will see you all again next week. Yeah, see you next time. Thank you for listening to Real Life Real Equity Podcast. If you would like to ask the hosts a question or be exposed to our podcast audience, visit our website at realliferealequity.com and submit a request. Again, that's realliferealequity.com or send us an email at info at realliferealequity.com. Again, that's info at realliferealequity.com. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week right here on Real Life Real Equity Podcast.